Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. What song is it, Hamba? Is this the same song what that song you is it? What me? song is it? Who sings it? This Who's is rapping? This is Beyonce's husband. Beyonce's husband. Yeah. Okay. The, he has the, a name. The man to whom she's married. Uh, the man to whom she's married. And this is Beyonce. Like, uh, this is a song by both of them, which we discussed last week. Yeah, it's uh, the same song which name, used every which name day still since escapes August me. of 2020. Wait, I'm sorry. You Wait. don't know the name of Beyonce's husband? No, no, no. I, I know that that man's name is Jay-Z. Yes. Um, I don't know the name of the song still. Crazy in Love. It's literally it's on the, the song over and over again. I thought they were saying crazy right now. Well, that could be part of it. Like, mm-hmm. the, songs have other words in addition to the names of the song. Mm-hmm. She does say crazy right now at some point in the right, song. Right, right, right. So, in my defense. defense. And Hembo's defense. There's no defense. Which There's no one no ever, ever says. So thank you. There's you no defense. <laughs> Michelle Smallman is here. Hembo is here. I am Evan Cohen. We are here. Cece left. Do you have beef with, with Cece? Yeah, None. What's going because on? you didn't show up when Cece was here and you showed up after he left. No, but this, this is a one for one trade, the worst trade of all time. The first time that a lineman has ever been traded for a researcher, one for one on the radio. <laughs> so I don't know who manufactured this trade. This is like trading Babe Ruth for $100,000 cash. That's too known. Give me a worse, more unknown trade that was a lopsided trade in the 1800s. If it had a nine in it, I, I cannot accept Christy it. Christy Matheson for Amos Rusi. <laughs> Go ahead. That's Give me the, a breakdown of Amos Rusi. So Amos Rusi, after he was traded to the Reds, um, did almost nothing, whereas Christy Matheson wound up, wound up becoming the greatest pitcher in Giants history. Yeah. Three shutouts in a single World Series. Obviously. The Christian Den- Gentleman, easily a top Ten pitcher of all time, probably top five. Yeah, I'd like John to fo- focus on Amos Rusi though. It's too easy. You're taking the low hanging fruit Amos with Rusey, Christy Matthewson. Amos Rusi was well past his prime. Once of he course, was, that, and that's the in terms of war differential. That was the number one trade in the history of baseball in terms of what you got and what you gave up. Believe it or not. And what year was this? That was the very very early 1900s. So a little late oh, for your liking. Does, does not. Yeah, it's a little bit too, 1903. Too much. I think. 1903. Stand by. Too Stand recent. By. Too mm-hmm. recent for me. Um, okay, so we learned today, and we've learned obviously throughout the week. Unfortunately, Greeny has COVID. And, well, he was on with us in the first hour of the show. You can go back on the ESPN app and listen to the podcast. And the cough is something that we need to break down here. Here is cough one from one Mike Greenberg. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Again, let's hear cough one from Greeny. That sounds like it was actually. It was started with a laugh, so we got we have to say that. What? Okay, it was laugh into cough. Was that when I said That's Hembo's name? Was that, that yes? Okay, so he was looking for someone to go bring his wife soup, <laughs> to which I screamed out your name as if you were just waiting in the wings mm-hmm. here, and that is the response. I said Hembo, and this. <laughs> Hey, he loved it. You said something. You said something funny. Good job by you. He smoked seven packs of cigarettes prior to that conversation. All right, so that is before you wow. break these down. And I want an analytical breakdown okay. from you, of okay. course, mm-hmm. Hembo. Here is cough two from Greeny earlier today. So uh, there's <laughs> again with Canty in the background with the aha. Go ahead. Let me hear this. So there's aha. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that one's not good. All right, so my initial thought process is the first one is seven packs of cigs and then that. The second one, that sounds like vomiting. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. There's The first one also sounds kind of like a little evil. Too. Yes. Like it yes. could be like a, it's a villain. horror, yeah, horror movie kind of track. The first one is instigated by laughter, right, Bubba? And the second one by just merely speaking. Do I have that right? Yeah. I, the first, I love the first one. I, I mean, the first one, I want to keep this forever. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have people title these? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We need a name for each of these coughs. Again, cough, <laughs> instead of me calling them cough one and cough two, mm-hmm. let's hear again cough one. We need a name for this cough. <laughs> Okay, that one should be something like the Destroyer because the destroyer? it, it does sound evil. It sounds like he has a plot that he's trying to explain, and he's doing an evil laugh and gets caught up by it. Yeah, okay. that's I like that a lot. Something like I don't know, like the Headless Horseman comes to mind. Just something. Why so, does the Headless Horseman? Yeah, go come on. To mind? Obviously, just I just imagine Greeny making that like over over like a bloody body beneath him. Like that's what it sounds oh. like. He just he just finished the crime. I'm gonna, <laughs> go, I'm gonna go with the Chimney Sweep. The Chimney oh, Sweep. I that's like a that. Very that's good. good one. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Cam, one. do you have a name for cough one? Uh, just the six pack. Uh, you know, <laughs> six pack. Cigarette. Ooh, or that oh, the could be. Sig pack or the yeah, six, maybe okay. that too. Or yeah. maybe the heater because it does sound like the he's heater. ripping mm-hmm. the dart. I'm writing these down, by the way. Out in the alley. These are all good. 888 say espn 888-729-3776. Why are you mad again at me writing stuff down? It's just down? so we'll, unnecessary. We'll check, why we'll not check, organize check back this? on this, this notebook a, in 2037. You've got a $2,000 laptop sitting right in front of you that's untouched and you're writing stuff down for absolutely no reason at all. On the get on the back of someone's get up, run someone's down yeah, someone else's packet that I printed for them this morning. Yeah, it's so I, unnecessary. I, I, at some point, oh, I have to review this. Access? I'm jealous. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I may also. I just don't know how to do really? it. Really? Yeah, that's that's, that, that's that a month, three or four thing when you work here. So yeah. you okay. got, hang okay. tight, hang tight. Okay, okay. It'll but come. I have to acknowledge some of these in case somebody calls and picks one that we've already picked that I want to use my memory and my notes. What I'm saying is you could use your keyboard to document this. It's stuff. not. It's not as useful for me. It's you might misplace that, and you won't misplace your computer. I need to have this for another 45 minutes or so 50 minutes all right cough two we need a name for this go ahead so they, they, uh-huh. Uh-huh. smalls i think we should just call that the aha that's the aha okay hembo do you have a name let's play it again cough two for greeny here so they, they, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> It, honestly, Canty sounds like he's like laughing at Greeny coughing. He's like, "Ha ha, take that!" <laughs> How about like something like the um, like the Everclear? It, it, it's like something that you might do after your after your f- the first shot that you ever take in your whole like college career. That's a good one. I could see that being, I could see that being that sound. Okay. Can I hear it one more time, please? Yeah, please. Of course. Mm. So <laughs> they're uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. vomiting. Yeah, there's yeah. there's much too much throat. Like that's that's what makes these so peculiar. It's not just a cough; it's more like a hack. You know, it's like a it, it, multiple bodily functions all at once, spasming simultaneous. It's Baba, sa- do you have one for the cough too? I want to go with the nursing home. The nursing home. Oof. Yes, Smalls on this one. Well, it almost sounds like an asteroid or something is trying, <laughs> like flying through his throat and trying to get out. The Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, the Hackett. The Hackett. The, the yes, Hackett. the Hackett. That works. Because, the Hackett. Like, watching his offense makes you make that sound. And then the name, the, the name Hackett itself is sort of like a, is a cousin of Hack, which yeah. is right. hacking, which is what he's doing. And the cough is bad. Yeah, the, yes, very much so. They haven't scored in a month. Uh, Walt in Texas joins us on ESPN Radio. <laughs> and the, you have a name for cough one, Walt? Yeah. You want to give it to it's us or you just want to confirm trip. that you have the name? <laughs> yes, we do. Go ahead. It's Joker's emphysema. 
Oh my god. Joker's emphysema. It's a little strong. <laughs> it, it, I mean, that is. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> and now you hear it and you start to laugh. It's a horrible thing, but you do start to laugh. Joker's emphysema. That that, that took us to an interesting place. I like ours better. Yeah, I think I do too. I wrote that down though. Don't worry. All right, cough one names the destroyer, the headless horseman, the chimney sweeper, the sig pack, and the heater. Cough two. I actually have no idea what I wrote on the first one. Oh no, I don't. Of course you don't, because don't the keyboard what, didn't write that for you. I don't. Oh, the aha, the Everclear, the nursing home. And the Hackett. The Hackett. The Hackett's got to be co- number two. That'll be up there. The Hackett's got to be on cough two. Cough one, we're still trying to figure out, of course, what the actual name is. It is Greeny, I guess, for today until we get fired. On ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Hello, Michelle Smallman, Hembo, Evan Cohen, in for Greeny today. All right, uh, this weekend, of course, final weekend of college football. The college football playoff rankings last night. Georgia, Michigan, Washington, FSU. Heisman Trophy this weekend. In terms of uh, the favorites and the odds, courtesy of ESPN Bet, I didn't know we were debating this. I I, I assume that Jaden Daniels from LSU had it. I he's, not, guess, he's not even the favorite. I don't understand that. Bo Nix is because I guess he mm-hmm. has a game this weekend at or- uh, Oregon versus Washington where he can prove himself more, so to speak, than obviously Jaden Daniels can or did. Excuse me. Michael Penix is in there. Jalen Milrow, who, again, I'd bet on for next year's Heisman right now if I could um, on ESPN bet. I assume a guy that has 50 touchdowns is going to win the Heisman on a top 20 team in LSU and Jaden Daniels. Am I not right in assuming that? I don't think that you're right in assuming that. If, if that were the case, then Jaden Daniels, I think, would be the favorite. I just want to bring a couple facts and figures no way. to his case. Because I think what Jaden Daniels is doing is not just having a Heisman season. I think he's having like an all-time great season. So you're just not going to give us gut feel on things? <laughs> eye test things? I rarely do that. Yeah. Uh, eye test. I don't trust my own eyes. I do trust my computer, though, unlike you. He's averaging 412 yards of total offense a game, which is 73 clear of anybody. His 90 explosive plays are 28 clear of anybody. Define explosive plays. 20 plus. Wow. He's responsible for 50 touchdowns, like you said, which is seven more than anybody. And his QBR is 5% higher than anyone else in the country. So that's him individually. The team, they lead the country in scoring, they lead the country in yardage, and they lead the country in offensive efficiency. They have the best offense. So why are they 9-3? and three? Obviously, they're 9-3 and three because of the defense. A defense that allowed 45 points, 55 points, and 42 points across their three losses, which is the highest average of any team in their losses this season. So... Given the fact that Bo Nix is the favorite, not Jaden Daniels, I have to come to grips with the fact that this is not actually an individual award for which we are just giving to the best player. We're doing the weird thing that we do for MVP sometimes where it's, who's the quarterback on a really, really good team? But if you're not going to vote for Jaden Daniels, at least based upon what we know now, I think you're having a pretty loose relationship with the facts. (laughs) I love the way you say this. What do you think? Well, here's what I think. I look at Heisman Trophy actually different than a lot of the other awards. So MVP, actually, because of the word value that it's included within valuable, I, like in baseball, it's a sport that you two love. I would vote Shohei Otani for MVP every single year because the actual value he provides, basically, you have 27 people on a roster and not 26 or 25, whatever it is, right? He, in essence, he provides you an extra person. He allows you to do things that no other player, when he's doing both pitching and hitting and playing the field, that no other player in the sport allows you to do. He has more value to a team than anyone else, right? Value could also be looked at as how much is your team worth? Like LeBron James is always going to be the most valuable player in the NBA because your team is worth more than any other team because of the, the, the business, like the actual business side of it. Hmm. That's not how they vote, obviously, mm-hmm. right? But it's like it, it, there's a survey in the beginning of the year in NBA.com where they survey GMs. Who would you start your friend? franchise with and I always have an issue with that there's a difference between who I would start my franchise with and who I would start my team with 
I would not start my team with LeBron James. I would start my franchise with LeBron James because of the value that that would indicate the overall franchise. In this specific case, relative to Heisman Trophy, I have always deemed it to be the best player in college football. I have not looked at it as winning and losing, as valuable as just the overall best player, assuming they're on a Power 5 conference team. So when a guy like Jaden Daniels has 50 touchdowns and he plays for he plays in the SEC, which is inexplicably a conference that actually may not even have a representative in the college football playoff, but we assume and we know it is the best college football conference, he is the Heisman. Now, Bo Nix, it's not that he doesn't have a shot at it. He maybe has that Heisman moment on Friday night against Washington in a game you'll hear right here on ESPN Radio. I just assumed that this was a foregone conclusion. But as I look at awards in general, because of the word valuable, not in this, I look at it differently than an MVP award. Hmm. Why is that? It's essentially saying the same thing. It's not to me because I'm taking it literally. But when the he- most valuable, I just brought up the, the finances behind it. I take it very little, literally on that most valuable player. Heisman has actually no meaning. It's meaningful, but it has no meaning, right? Forever, we just made up, well, we're not going to vote a freshman or sophomore. We cannot vote an underclassman until Johnny Manziel did what he did. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going to vote in a defensive player until Charles Woodson did what he did. But Charles Woodson wasn't exclusively a defensive player. He played offense and special teams as well, right? But So we basically, for the majority of the Heisman Trophy, it's you can win it once. Archie Griffin was standing. You have to play offense. Charles Woodson was standing. And you have to be an upperclassman. Johnny Mandel was standing. So we actually have rules and regulations that are completely made up based on nothing that don't include winning and losing. Yeah, I think we're just overcomplicating this. Um, most valuable and best, in my opinion, it sounds like this is yours too, are generally interchangeable terms. Yes, the absolutely. player that produces the most value is also the best player. And what we're doing if we're not voting for Jaden Daniels, again, what happens in the conference title game notwithstanding, is penalizing him for happening to play on a, a, across a really bad defense, which is unfair. Shohei Otani, in, in baseball's case, should be the most valuable player every year that he is healthy, in large part because of what you said, independent of how good his team is. So to me, these are the same exact awards. Yes. At least they should be interpreted as such. And we often overcomplicate the argument for argument's sake, when in reality, we should ask ourselves, who's the best player? And this year, it's pretty simple. It's Jaden Daniels. You know, one of the things with the Heisman Trophy, though, that is different than we were well, when I was growing up. I'm older than both of you. But much. Not much. <laughs> I'm, I'm five years older than Smalls. You're decades older than us. Five years. For somebody who is so smart and so analytical, I am five years older than Smalls. That's we decades. Did. You're in a different bracket in terms of your sum, your your age, like the, the first number is the one that matters. What are we talking about? Your age bracket. Okay. The, the first number is the one that matters here. Different bracket. Different bracket. I have a four. You have a three. I do. That's like saying you're a millionaire and I'm a thousandaire. I got a two. Same difference. Cam, Cam's, a, Cam's a child. Must be nice, Cam. Cam's a child. There's nothing wrong with Saber being the elder youth. statesman. I didn't say there was. Nothing wrong with I'm nothing wrong with older. coloring your hair and dressing like that. There's nothing wrong with any of these. things. <laughs> I do all of them. Right. Nothing wrong with them. But right. you're, you're, what you're choosing what do you to mean do dressing like that. Like a like a forty something. This is a this is not a forty something year old look. It is. It is. Are you out of your mind? What do you this think is that cool. is? This is cool. It's what not I'm wearing. Un- I'm wearing like a gray. No one's suggesting thing. that it's uncool. I'm just suggesting you, that it's a forty something. Did you cut up the blanket and sew it together yourself? <laughs> really? Are you over there? You're gonna. Oh, oh be careful over there. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? That was the headless horseman. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> why do you? Why are you sitting here pretending that you're not old? Like that's, there's nothing wrong. I'm with, older than. I'm not old. Yeah, relatively I'm, speaking. I but, think I'm 43, but that, I'm not positive. Everyone lives relatively. What do you mean speaking. you're not positive? I always forget how old I am. He has to do math each time. Because we ask you know, him when you have so many years, it's hard to. It's keep hard to add up. Track. You need an abacus in the studio now to just decide how old you are. Shout out to the abacus. How old are you? I don't even know. I'm 33. 
33. Mm-hmm. You don't feel a day over 90. <laughs> I mean, I gotta be My honest. favorite period in baseball history is pre-1920, yeah. before they livened the ball. Obviously. Was a, uh, or before dark, anyone was alive. It was a dark day. <laughs> livened the ball. Amos Rusi was alive back then. And you're, you're, your vineyard vines, basically. Oh, it was a dark day. <laughs> Literally, time, like the, the... What the, time are you going sailing today? <laughs> Do you have lacrosse later? Field Day's not invited. I'm a baseball guy, not a lacrosse guy, as you well know. Why are you anti-lacrosse? Lacrosse is just a sport that was intended for people that can't hit a curveball. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, can't, I can't do the show with, with the spontaneous drops, guys. I just can't do it. Why? <laughs> because That's it's too distracting. That's the only show I want to do. It's Mo- much too distracting. No, we need more. <laughs> Wait, can we have be- the Belichick drop into the greenie drop? Can we do that, please? Uh, the Belichick drop it, into the greenie the drop. The drop uh, cocktail? Yeah. Can we have that? Let's tail? spin that up. <laughs> the drop tail. 888-SAY-ESPN <laughs> if you want to chime in in the Dr. Pepper call in line about what the names of the coughs should be. Is the Heisman Trophy Award an MVP award? Should the, the success of your team actually matter? Plus, we've got to get into the college football playoff because it's amazing to think that we may not have an SEC team in the college football playoff. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio on the ESPN app. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio, along with Hembo, Michelle Smallman. Evan Cohen in for Greeny today. Now, you did hear from Greeny with us. It sounded a little like cough one <laughs> and cough two. So uh-huh. 
<laughs> That's really greeny earlier today with us when he joined us. We do hope he is feeling better. Of course, doesn't sound like it, but he did get it done by joining us today. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you and your facilities uh, be safe and people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. <laughs> You know, we are laughing at Greeny's cough and laugh cough. I hope he's okay. He does not I said sound that. like he's... I said I hope he's no, okay. I, know, but I did preface it by saying that. Yeah, what is wrong with you guys? He is going through oh, it. Don't be, oh, but don't be ridiculous. This is definitely, this is definitely inbounds. We can make fun of Greeny for this. He would, have no, he would have no objection. We would have no ability on this show at 888-SAY-ESPN on the Dr. Pepper call-in line to take calls to name his coughs mm. like Pete in Columbus, Ohio. We wouldn't do that. Go ahead, Pete. Uh, yes, good morning. Morning. So... I could not help myself but to think back when I heard Canty's laughing in the background of Greeny's cough. So they did. Kawhi Leonard's ridiculous laugh when in that said press conference. Mm. So you have to name it the Kawhi Leonard. Ooh, the Kawhi Leonard. Good one. Interesting. <laughs> okay, we have that versus Greeny laugh too. So they Remix. It is. It does have shades of Kawhi Leonard's laugh was. It's really the canty that's the Kawhi part. Yes, that's what we're saying. Yeah, Kawhi, though, his laugh was. It was the only one that I ever heard during which the person inhaled. Like, that's what it sounds like to me when Kawhi Leonard laughs. Of course, you would break down the breathing within the laugh. I mean, it was just kind of a maladroit sound. Did you not think so? I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> sort of a clumsy sound. Like yeah. Maladroid? It is 100% maladroid. maladroid. means clumsy. And was you don't know what maladroid means. Stop it. You went I, to Illinois. I, which, is exact, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. which is exactly why I do know. Amazing business school that I did not attend. I was a journalism <laughs> Brad in Knoxville wants a name cough, too. What's up, Brad? Hey, Evan. How are you? What about Muttley? Um, the dog from the Hanna Barbera. Hanna Barbera. Uh, Dick Dastardly. The, a dog? I don't know what that is. Muttley. I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Go ahead, Bubba. What I, is that? I, I can't. He, he. I know what he's talking. I can't describe it any better than what he said. It's the dog who laughs from the cartoon when we were kids. You'd recognize him. Liam texted us and said he sounds like Emperor Palpatine, like his evil laugh. Over to you, Hembo. What does that mean? I, I, I don't know any kind of pop, <laughs> pop culture-y type things. Oh, that was a pop culture thing? Too much so, yeah. You don't uh, know the, the dog he's talking about? Yeah, like the... No. Not you, uh, ever. <laughs> no. I know Mad Dog and Snoop Dogg. Those are the only two According dogs According to I Wikipedia, know. Muttley is a fictional dog created in 1968 by Hannah Productions. He was originally voiced by Don Messick. Here's yeah. the picture. It was when I was a kid. I'd watch the cartoon. I guess. I, I, I don't I'm showing really... you this on my computer. I didn't have to draw it on a Again, piece of paper in front of me. It's amazing. This this guy holds yeah, it against me. Oh, he's cute. <laughs> Thank Quite. you. Thank you, Coach. It's ridiculous how he holds it against me that I actually write notes and You're prepare ancient. for a show. You're ancient. Belichick, you have anything to say about this? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Thank you, Coach. All right. Uh, college football playoff rankings released last night. You heard, uh, saw it on ESPN. You will hear the final rankings at noon Eastern time on ESPN on Sunday. And I have three major beefs. I'm sure Hembo has... Tons of numbers and stats to go along. What is that? It's my grid with literally 400 data points, as you said that I had those You things. put those together? No, this is uh, ESPN Stats and Information. Can I see that for a second? Sure. Can you talk about it without, me, without you holding this? Talk about the paper? 
No, I mean, can you actually have the conversation without this info in your hands? Let's give it a try. Nah, I'll give it a try. <laughs> uh, okay. What so, else would I be here for? I don't you know. You have my opinion on something? Have, I have no 400 idea. data points? That's impressive. Yeah, 25 times 16. Oh, my God. A lot could, of data. I couldn't do that. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, so there's three ba- big beefs that we have. I'm going to speak for Smalls and I together because okay. we've, we've been talking about this all morning on Sportsman 6, 10 a.m. Eastern. Smalls, insert anything that uh, I miss here on this. Okay. So here okay. we go. Number one, in no specific order. If Ohio State is ranked sixth and you're going to deem them very good, which they obviously did, and Michigan beats them, how is Michigan not number one? That's number one. Number two, how is Ohio State six after a loss that they had this past weekend to a team that did not move up to number one, and you have Alabama and Texas at eight and seven respectively, when those two teams clearly should have moved ahead of them to just keep them alive for the college football playoff based on the fact that no team further down than six or less than, worse than, below, whatever word you want to use, six has ever made the college football playoff. That's number two. Number three is that there is a real possibility that we will have the college football playoff without an SEC team represented. If Michigan were to win, if Washington were to win, if Florida State were to win, if Texas were to win and Georgia were to lose to Alabama, there is a chance that we would see the college football playoff without an SEC team. So how is Michigan not number one? How is Ohio State at six? And how could we be even in a possibility or put up a chance of an SEC team not being represented? Smalls, did I miss anything on that? I don't think so, no. I think you covered it all, Evan. That was overly comprehensive. But thank you. How can you, of all people, say anyone else could be overly comprehensive? So here's what I think. You don't exist without being overly <laughs> comprehensive. Comprehensive would ruin your existence. Most definitely. Go ahead. Um, I think that putting Georgia 1 and Michigan 2 is perfectly fair and reasonable. I do understand your argument about why Ohio State is 6th then and not further down. But given how unimpressive Alabama's win was over Auburn and given the fact that Texas played nobody... I don't have too much of an objection to it. I also don't care that much about the precedent having no team ever jumped up past six because we're only talking about 10 years of stuff here, not 100 years of Mm -hmm. stuff. I think that you're absolutely right, though, that we are living in a world in which the SEC could be left out. And I personally would find that to be ridiculous because we know based on the last, what, ever since the BCS was basically created, that it's the best conference in America. Look at what happens uh, in terms of putting players into the NFL. The last 17 national champions... 13 of them came from the SEC, mm-hmm. and the SEC played in 16 of the 17 games. The only exception, of course, was Oregon, Ohio State, the first year of the college football playoff. I would rather have a college football playoff with two SEC teams rather than none. I'd rather have with four. Not this year, though. In general, blindly, if you said to me for the next 10 years, I either don't have single, any SEC teams or it's only SEC teams, I would take only. So... I actually agree with that based upon the the talent pool that is in the conference, especially given the fact that Oklahoma and Texas are going there too. But for the sake of just the conversation this year, I think it would be criminal to leave out Georgia. And I think it would be criminal to leave out an uh, an Alabama team that were to beat Georgia in the conference championship game. Like I think if we're going to actually do the exercise where we're doing the four best teams and not the four most deserving team, which is what they say they are going to do, even though that doesn't really show in the rankings themselves – then I'm sorry, Florida State fans, but you, you just can't be included. But, you just small, can't. but small, you've been all along saying if they go undefeated, you think they're going to be in? I think they're going to be I in. I think they're going to be in too. I'm saying I don't think they should be because what you do is when you create a four-team playoff field, you create an artificial floor for what a team could be or should be. So if the playoff field was six teams and Florida State was an undefeated conference champion, we'd probably put them six. 
what we're doing it feels a little overly comprehensive to me. But you, but you, do you understand what I'm saying, though? Since no, we o- never do. Since we only have four teams that, that get in, what we then have to do is gerrymander our criteria to be able to make it work. And in the case, and in the case of Florida State, without their starting quarterback. There's no real argument that they should be one of the top four teams in the country based upon best. If it was a 16 playoff, they would be six. If it was an 18 playoff, they would probably be eight. That's just the reality in which we live, given the fact that their star quarterback got hurt. But if they win out and they overcome those circumstances, they should not be penalized for that. They should not be, and they won't be. Florida State will be in the college football playoff if they wind up winning against Louisville. And I think the fact that they're, they're ranked where they are right now is all the evidence that you need to say that the committee is setting themselves up to be able to defend themselves on Sunday when that happens. And the worst-case scenario for me, though, in terms of – and actually for Ohio State fans, which I'll get to in a second, think about this for a second. If Georgia wins, Alabama's eliminated. If Michigan wins, they're in. If Washington wins, Oregon's eliminated. If Florida State loses to Louisville, Florida State is eliminated. If Texas loses to Oklahoma State, they're eliminated. Ohio State would then get into the college football playoff being idle this weekend, having lost their last game to Michigan, not being in a conference championship game. And I truly believe that if you got every Ohio State fan out there in a room and you said, you all have to agree on one thing happening. Either you go to the college football playoff as a four seed or Ryan Day is fired. I think they would all choose Ryan Day being fired. I think they're ready to get rid of Ryan Day, but I think this year is very different than last year when it comes to Ohio State's candidacy. Right now they're averaging 12 fewer points and 68 fewer yards than they were this time last year. We know that's because they had a superstar quarterback last year, and this year they just don't. I think that Ohio State's chances of getting to the playoff this year is something like 5%. Like So many things would have to happen in their favor for them to pull it off. I can't see it. I don't know that there's any team, honestly, playing this weekend that we can say definitively can absorb a loss. And no. I don't know that we've ever had that happen in the 10 years we've been doing this. Thing. And we appreciate you listening to Unsportsmanlike because yeah, that was a big right. theme that I had all morning this morning, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, which I know you didn't listen to one second of. Go ahead, Smalls. Well, I'm just wondering about Georgia. What, <laughs> what will be Georgia's fate if Alabama wins? Because where Alabama is placed in the rankings, it feels like even with a win over Georgia, that Georgia would still get the nod there. But with Texas being ranked over Alabama, they're telling you head-to-head matters. Mm -hmm. So if Alabama beats Georgia, wouldn't you think that Alabama would then jump in? You would think. All right, so play this out for a second. Okay. Alabama beats Georgia. Michigan wins. Washington wins. FSU wins. Texas wins. We know that Michigan, Washington, and FSU are in. Who's the fourth team? And I would argue that they would end up putting Georgia. Georgia would have lost to Alabama. Alabama would have lost to Texas. But based on the rankings right now, it would indicate that actually Georgia would be the fourth seed and get in. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. And even though the committee would... No, wait, Smalls is saying no. You don't think so. You may be right, but I think that's crazy. You mean to tell me that an early season loss to Texas is going to carry more weight in Alabama's fate than them beating number one Georgia? Because I think that's Alabama what it bo- should be down in. To, no? I think Alabama should be. I, listen, the fact that we are living in a world going into the college football playoff or the last weekend of the season, basically before the bowls and the playoffs, we're living in a world in which Ohio State can still get in. We could have two. SEC teams out and none in that we could have Georgia losing to Alabama and Georgia getting in and not Alabama and we have no team this weekend that can afford a loss. Doesn't make sense. Mayhem. (laughs) It's mayhem but it's also illogical. Unless unless 
they realize what we all realize, which this is a TV show. This whole thing is a TV show, and in our case, a radio show. And that they realize if they just did it chalky, kind of how we thought it was going to go, where theoretically they put Michigan 1, Georgia 2, Washington 3, FSU 4, that you kept Oregon at 5, you had Alabama at 6, and you had, or Texas at 6, Alabama 7, and you had Ohio State 8. If you did it that way, there's much less to discuss today. Much less. And that when you're competing against the NFL, when you're competing against the NBA in-season tournament this year, that maybe they sit in that room and they say, we have two jobs. We have to put the best teams in there, but we also have to entertain the masses as much as possible. They did give us great fodder for our shows today. I got to call you on this. I don't think... You have my number now after calling someone who's Evan Cohen who's not Another Evan Cohen get the whole rundown one day because... Not me. Because it was not his number. I wish the other Evan Cohen would have responded. He didn't. I was actually kind of offended I think you wish the other Evan Cohen was here right now, actually, Small. (laughs) That's what I thought she was going to say. That's what I thought she was going to say, too. Um, Our model actually agrees with you. It says that if Ah, Alabama beats Georgia this weekend... Independent of other results. What do you mean our model? What are you talking about? The Allstate playoff predictor. Okay. okay. Mm. So uh, in, in this little simulator I have here, which you can see, like literally. <laughs> I don't have that in my notebook. No, you don't. And this, <laughs> is why I, this is why I use a computer. If Bama beats Georgia, our model says independent of other results, Bama has a 60% chance of getting in, and Georgia would only have an 8% chance of getting in. What's so hard for me to, map, to, to wrap my mind around is the fact that Georgia hasn't lost in three years. The fact that Georgia- Irrelevant. I think it's irrelevant. Irrelevant. Too. I think that Sorry, not it's matter. irrelevant because here's why. When you say Georgia hasn't lost in three years, I, I would eliminate that. Georgia hasn't lost this year. This year. Because last year, uh, here's, my, here's the way I would ask that. Tell me, as you're, as you're looking at Georgia and Alabama this weekend, give me your thoughts on how Stetson Bennett and Jalen Carter are going to play. No, go ahead. They won't. They're not on the t- this is they not can't. the same team. You can't do they haven't lost in three years. The, the school hasn't lost. The laundry hasn't lost. The coach the head hasn't catch, lost. head coach hasn't lost. Mm-hmm. I think I just called him the head ketchup. Hasn't lost. Right. On pizza? <laughs> Gross. Jeremy Sohan. Who San does Antonio's, that? Jeremy Sohan of the San Antonio oh, Spurs. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I actually put that story. ketchup on pizza. Anyway, I don't like that argument. I think we have to keep it isolated to the season that we are in. You just used a counter-argument, though, five minutes ago when you said we should just put the best teams from the SEC in every year because we know over a durable period of time that it's the best conference. Right, but I said you blindly. You can't have it both ways. It, no, I can. Because if it's four or zero, I can project that the SEC is going to have great teams. So that's different than what you're saying. And we know that Georgia has the best players. And if they happen to lose to Alabama this weekend, that won't change the fact. It'll just mean that they lost a game this weekend. It's very difficult for human beings to to separate all these other variables from their brains because they all exist. We just saw them win back-to-back national titles. We know they have the best players. We know every year in the draft they're absolutely loaded and fill up the NFL with great players. You can be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call online. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. The ones fans deserve. You can give us a call at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. As to which team, which decision by the college football playoff committee you have the most beef with in terms of what they did last night and moving forward but of course we do have sneaky embo trivia my question today is this who is the last coach not named kirby smart to be favored in a game against alabama the last coach other than kirby smart to be favored in a game against bama we will get that answer coming up next it's greeny on espn radio on the espn app
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Greeny, the podcast. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM80, your smart speaker, all of our great ESPN stations across the country. Hello, Hembo, Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen. In for Greeny today, we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. It is, of course, the holiday season. People are buying their holiday gifts and people are buying Christmas trees. Hopefully, you're doing it right and getting the real Christmas trees. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. They are available. They are affordable. They're good for the environment. Do you know that buying real Christmas trees actually helps the American Christmas tree farmer? People don't realize this. You buy the plastic ones. You buy too many of them, which are more expensive, by the way. And you're actually going to cause American Christmas tree farmers to lose their jobs. Are you aware of that? Also, it is worse for the environment. For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved, and so are American farmers' jobs. Plus, buying real Christmas trees helps keep real holiday memories alive. You know, when you have that holiday smell, that Christmas tree smell, the touch of the tree, and, of course, it helps our environment. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season. They are available, and they are affordable at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get more information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com. Okay, and how are your trivia skills? This is Sneaky Hembo Trivia. Regular sneaky or extra sneaky? All right, Hembo. Sneaky Hembo Trivia. By the way, can I go first? I want to go first. Let me uh, reread the question. I'm, I know, but I'm saying after that. Again, you, I, I wasn't going to step on you like you do with me. I was going to let you do that. 
I think you just did step on him. I did not step on him. Yes, you can go first. Thank you, Kim. Who is the only player in the history of the St. Louis... No, I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Obviously. Oh, my God. I sat up so straight. Like, <laughs> uh, who is the last coach not named Kirby Smart to be favored in a game over Alabama? Okay. I think conventional wisdom would say Dabo at Clemson, but I'm not going to go there. Some may think about the rivalry that Jimbo Fisher had with him recently. I'm actually going to go with Kevin Sumlin at Texas A&M. Mm. That's my answer. Kevin Sumlin, Texas A&M. Am I up next? You're on the record? Yes, you can go next. Well, thank you for leaving Dabo on the table. I'll go ahead and pick that right up. And I, I will uh, officially submit Dabo Sweeney okay. as my answer. One Dabo, one Kevin Sumlin. I'm going, uh, I'm going with Gus Malzahn. Ooh. Good one. And I'm going to go less miles. <laughs> okay, so to, to recap here. Miles, Why are you laughing? <laughs> because I just want to make sure that I t- I've taken uh, proper inventory. Yeah, okay. So we had Kevin Sumlin. Right. We had Dabo Sweeney. Right. We had... Gus Malzahn. Malzahn and, I'm sorry, Bubba, who was yours again? Les Miles. Les Miles. The correct answer is Mark Richt. Mark Richt. God. At Georgia. I, at I Georgia. I thought about guessing him. Favored over Alabama on October 3rd. Come on! 2015. <laughs> I hate this game. I the reason I Aaron, Aaron Murray have been the quarterback. That was, was Aaron, Aaron Murray versus Jake Coker. Ooh. Jacob Coker. Jacob Coker, excuse me. Uh, apologies to the Cokers. Um, Alabama won that game 38-10. to 10. In Athens. God, I legitimately considered guessing him. Did you really? That's impressive. I, I was thinking, have... like, you know. Bubba the, says that every time he gets one wrong. Oh, no, that's the one I was going to say. The connection of, uh, you know, Kirby Smart. I'm like, oh, because Rick, you know, they were, he was yeah. there forever. They were rolling in Georgia. <sighs> that's why it's sneaky. But, Very rare. Georgia. Before that, it was, it was a couple Urban Meyer games at Florida. That's, oh, that would that's been who a really I thought good guess. somebody was going to that's guess. That's a good guess. Meyer. But the I answer, didn't even consider it. Mark Rick at Georgia. Oh, for four. That's why I wanted to take inventory. Kevin, wow. someone did beat him though. Yeah, but he uh, he was a dog in that game. Yeah, with Johnny Manziel. Eight 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 say ESPN. Telephone number to join the show in the college football playoff rankings from last night. Your biggest beef was what? Tim in Dallas joins us here on ESPN Radio on Greeny. What's up, Tim? Hey, happy holidays. I have if conference champions are what you want and head-to-head is what you need, Texas is the X factor because if Alabama wins and the SEC is the best conference, Texas is the only team out of the eight teams that have played head-to-head and have beaten a conference champion. Thus, Texas would be in there because Florida State's conference is not that good if you have the top four conferences. So in, in your scenario, you'd be comfortable, Tim, with the idea of zero SEC teams in the college football playoff, if I'm understanding what you're saying correctly? If if Alabama beats Georgia yeah. and you're saying Texas should get in over Alabama, you are saying, unless you think that Georgia gets in with the one loss and the most recent loss, the SEC title game on Saturday, you are suggesting that there would be no SEC teams in the college football playoff. Is that correct? I would have to stand by that and say yes. If the scenario played out with Washington winning, being undefeated, and Florida State being undefeated, and Michigan being undefeated. But the hypotheticals that you use, Texas would have to be in the top four because they're the only team out of all the conferences that have played a conference champion and beaten them if Alabama wins. Right, and thank you for the phone call. Understood on that. I would also look at the way in which Alabama is playing now in comparison to the way in which they were playing when they played Texas as a completely different team. It is not as drastic as when I said to Hembo, well, is Stetson Bennett playing for Georgia this weekend? But the Jalen Milrow that's playing now 
is yeah. not the player that was playing then. Yeah, the, what a team is on September 9th, I think that's the, the date of that game, just matters so little to, to me because me because of when these games are being played. Jalen Miller is now up to second in the country in yards per pass attempt. Like he has, he has uh, we have seen him take the kind of transformation that we rarely see within a season for a quarterback. Alabama is exponentially better than they were then. That's not to say that the results don't, don't matter. It is to say that when they were played, I think does matter at least some. And it's a top 10 team. It's not as if they have a, an egregious loss. It's not a bad loss. A, a sh- or a shocking <laughs> loss. They lost to Texas. Mm-hmm. Pam in Arkansas joins us on ESPN Radio. What's going on? Hey, but I just want to know, what about Ohio State? Why shouldn't they be five? Ohio State should get in. Well, when you say Ohio State should get in, all. okay, Ohio State should yeah. get in based on what? Based on the fact they beat Notre Dame they, and Penn State? Is that what you're saying? They had the best loss. Too. I mean, well, they had the best loss. No, well, okay, hold on a second. If if Georgia loses this weekend, that's a pretty damn good loss. Now, ranking wise, it's not as much of a good loss, but I would say that Georgia losing to Alabama, theoretically losing by one point, would be a great loss. But yes, Ohio State would have the best loss. But everyone, including at least Smalls and I, sat here on Monday and said, okay, well, Ohio State's season is over. And yet the rankings, six in the college football playoff rankings, and I actually every so often over the years have looked at what it would be in the BCS. The BCS currently would have them at five. Mm. I don't know. That's my, my model has that as five. Let me look at what, what about your I will model? check out the BCS know-how. Uh, I, I think Ohio State's season is done because it's going to be very difficult for a team not playing this weekend to ascend on this list. They're not three. They're six. Uh, it's it's such an indirect path to get there. It's on the list Are you of options. Sure? But that's okay. But hold on. We, go ahead, Small. Sorry. Well, I was saying to say that's why I'm surprised that they weren't below Texas and Alabama. I can get them there. I don't like Talk it, me. but I can get them there. Georgia, Michigan, Washington win. FSU, Oregon, Texas, Bama lose. That's that's so unlikely, though. It's, it's not about being unlikely. It's about possibility. See, I work in numbers, not like <laughs> you. Of course. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> dealing you, in Brady. the abstract. You're dealing in the real life. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're yeah. running. The, you're running these models. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I just. When you're looking at probabilities, like I that's, do. that's so low on the list of things that can happen this but weekend. It, but the fact that it can happen is stunning to me because we, we all thought, or at least the two of us thought, that Ohio State was going to be eight. Yeah. And they're six. Yeah. Which would, which would, based on history, have them alive. That's a commentary in some sense. <laughs> that's Brady a, doesn't agree. <laughs> that's a, in some sense, Aww. though, a commentary on how good they think Michigan is, though, is it not? Then why I is guess. Michigan number one? Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's ridiculous. Thing. Thank you, Coach. This is Greeny coming to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose here Salut. on ESPN Radio. Salut. <laughs> uh-huh. That's uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. We're done? <laughs> oh, God, the Greeny lads. Did we come up with a final name for cough one? Let's hear cough one. Cough, <laughs> cough one, final name. I think the heater maybe is what we're going to go with. Cough two. Salut. The Hackett. No question. Right? That's the one. That's the best one we have. All right. Thank you, Smalls. Thank you, Hembo. Sam, <laughs> Bubba, I'm that's Evan. Carlin versus Joe. Coming up next, the ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, 
legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.